Hi, my name is Evan Nacarella, and the last thing I prayed for was an American Vandal season three. Hi. And we're recording. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I, I really am. I can't complain. How are you? I just ate a banana. I had a banana this morning as well. Did you? Was that your whole breakfast? No, I did sort of like a banana, granola, seed, milk situation. It was fine. Sounds like cereal with a banana. (laughs) It was sort of like cereal, but not as good. Oh, I see. I see. So before we get into like the guest, I did have something I wanted to discuss with you. All right, let's hear it. So I guess this past week was, how do you say, Good Friday? And Easter. And on Thursday evening, I sent out an email to a bunch of agents and assistants at one of the talent agencies. And I got a slew of auto replies back. And let me just read this to you. Please note the offices will be closed for the spring holiday starting this Thursday, April 1st at 1 p.m. PST. First of all, it should be PDT. And we'll reopen at regular hours on Monday, April 5th. Mm-hmm. For urgent matters, please call or text, whatever. So I'd like to highlight the spring holiday. Why wouldn't they just say Easter or Good Friday? Like the spring <laughs> holiday? Because Passover wasn't the same time this year. So like just fucking own it. Like don't try to make this a secular holiday when it's not. It's, it, it annoys me. That is annoying. Just call a spade a spade. It's like when people. Good Friday, Good Friday. I just, I don't, I don't love that. I wonder if that was verbiage that was given to them by the agency or if, I don't know. I just, Mm -hmm. I find it problematic. Here's where my issue lies Americans work way too much. Jews have a shit ton of holidays. Oftentimes, Jews have to take off of work for those holidays or they feel scared to ask for those holidays off. So they work through them anyway and they don't celebrate the holiday. Why don't we just get a majority of the Jewish holidays off. That way Americans can take a load off and have a little vacation and Jews can celebrate their holidays without stressing out about missing work. Preach. Thank you. <laughs> I feel really strongly about this. Anywho, we had a very special guest this week. We did. We had a very special guest. and um, Near and dear. Near and dear to specifically my heart and home. Um, because our guest was Sir Evan Nacarella, my brother. And listen, yes, you know what? It might not be a chat for everyone. It's definitely a chat for my mom. In fact, my mom got an early preview because she demanded <laughs> on seeing the full unedited Zoom. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but it's fun. If you're a friend of Evan's, if you're a friend of mine, if you've grown up with us, you'll enjoy it. If you didn't, maybe you'll enjoy it as well. He's, you know, he's 21, has a totally different life view. Listen, mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to book a guest that you know is going to be there. Well, this is part of our sibling series. This is part of our sibling really series. Well and that being said, your sisters like aren't answering our emails. So like, are we going to have your sisters on? It's a toss Oh my up. God, I can't even get into it. We will book my sisters. We've never had a more difficult time booking anyone on the show. So if anyone thinks that we're having our family members on because they're easy gets, you're wrong. The reason we're having (laughs) our family members on is because I think it's interesting to look at 
our different perspectives on the world and on religion, even though we were all raised in the same family under the same circumstances. Like you and your brother are very different. You think? think. Yes, I definitely think so. Okay. You're also seven years older, so. Yeah. I'm definitely more, actually, I mean, I was going to say I'm definitely more mature. I don't even know if that's the right (laughs) terminology. I'm definitely more more Okay. Thank you. I also thought it was cool to hear about what it's like to be in college during COVID. That, during during a panini? That sucks. <laughs> yeah, during a pandemic. <laughs> Your brother seems to be weathering the storm, though. So He got vaccinated, so... feel intrigued. Oh, that's great. And I'm fully vaxxed. You're fully vaxxed. It's time to get yeah, drunk. Everyone get your vaccines. There's nothing to fear. Yes, that's the first thing I did after I got my vaccine. I it was get drunk, <laughs> was it? I'm just kidding. No, I was really tired. (laughs) I was really tired too, but I didn't have like any other side effects. I was totally fine. Yeah, we're very lucky. Okay, enjoy the episode. Hey there. Do you mind? (laughs) (laughs) Hey there, we're JC and Jessica. Um, This is Pray For Us. It's a podcast about practicing an ancient religion in the modern day. We're talking about how we observe Judaism and other religions when it comes to holidays, relationships, food, and all that good stuff. Today, we're talking to someone I kind of know, Evan Nacarilla. Yay! What's what's going on? (laughs) Uh, I'm JC's brother. Yeah. You also host a podcast. You're also a podcaster called As Good As It Nets, right? Yeah, uh, allow me to explain. I am also a podcaster. Thank you very much for segueing me into that. Um, You can check it out on Apple Music and Spotify. It's called As Good As It Nets. And we basically just talk about Brooklyn Nets basketball, which I assume is not really like your target audience, but any plug is a good plug. Any plug is a good plug. That's what I, well. (laughs) Except for when you're getting canceled. True. You're from where? Let's pretend like people don't know. (laughs) <laughs> so Westchester, New York, Ardsley, represent A-Town, the 914. And where are you right now? I am in Syracuse, New York. I am in my apartment building after a hard days of remote internship work. Where's your internship? It is with this company called the Digital Renegades and Celeb Experts. And what they do is they're kind of an influencer agency and also have like a corporate brand partnership kind of thing. I'm not really too sure. I, I should probably have a better idea. <laughs> This is a made up uh, company. <laughs> it, like, it might be. Everybody I've told is like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, like, I, 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 it does make sense. I wish I could do a better job explaining. I do marketing decks all day. Gotcha. It, I mean, it's a bunch of like TikTokers and influencers, like a bunch, like a big subsect of what they do is a bunch of TikTok recipes and food people. I love that, that, have, that like, shit. And oh have like, a bunch fun. of followers. There, there might be one here. Do you know at Chef Cuso, Jackman Cuso? He's probably my favorite one. He's one of the more popular ones. Actually, oh, the name up. sounds familiar. You, you may have seen him on your For You page. I think he's really funny. He does a lot of steak stuff. And he's he's also kind of a big sports fan. So he's He does of, a lot of steak stuff. <laughs> love steak content. He's the CEO of what he calls hashtag steak TikTok or steak talk. Gotcha. Jessica doesn't even eat steak. And she just said, I love steak content. Yeah, that I mean, was sarcastic. But I think that's cool that this man has found a niche for himself. Terrific niche. Something I want to ask about before we get into the nitty gritty of this interview. When we were <laughs> scheduling this via text message, JC revealed that your mom checks your emails for you. <laughs> Can you explain that? 
<laughs> I have I have a bunch of emails. I have one I use for like my personal stuff, just whatever random accounts I'm signing up for mm-hmm. on the internet. I have one that I used to use for like high school stuff and college applications and subsequently job stuff. Mm-hmm. And now and now I have a Syracuse email and I also have a, a new work email. She checks the one that I used in high school. What is she checking it for? <laughs> it's not that she checks it, it's that she gets alerts on it to her iPad. So whenever I'm getting some random, whether it be a fantasy football alert or a chase alert saying that I'm overdrawn, like she's always the first one to let me know. I can't believe that you have let her still have access to that i i it's it's honestly better that way because if i'm if i'm like really lacking on it she'll let me know she's like your assistant it's, it's, not, it's not it's not the worst thing in the world i mean if you're sure. overdrawn does she replenish your money or she just calls you and says evan you're overdrawn she just says evan you're overdrawn okay my mom would love nothing more than to have access to my inbox that's not happening i do recall though in college whenever i, I was overdrawn <laughs> I would get alerts from Chase via text message. And one time I was texting and I was pre-gaming and my friend goes, who's Chase? And I was like, it's my baby. (laughs) I wish it was a man, but no. I love that for you. Evan, at one point you did rock the email address, train track Evan 44. That is correct. What Um, is the story behind that? At AOL. I mean, you probably know it better than I do. I was like four or something and I really like trains. And that's just, and I like the number 44. Oddly enough, I know I go to Syracuse and 44 is like the number. Ernie Davis. Ernie Davis, Jim Brown. Who's that? Et cetera. Just like, they're just Syracuse legends. Just cute things. Okay. (laughs) They're athletes. But at the time, I really liked 44 because of Reggie Jackson, baseball player in the 70s. I didn't even have any business knowing. I probably only knew him from dad's ramblings at some point or another but yeah so it all worked out with the 44 but that's that was my old club penguin email in case you're wondering <laughs> what's club penguin oh, oh my god you don't know club oh penguin no that, that might that might have to be for a different podcast that's a whole that's a whole slew of content right there it was like this internet game but you didn't have to pay for it it was free right yeah it was like a it was like a children's facebook kind of essentially <laughs> it was like children's oh. sims but with yeah, penguins yeah, yeah that's that's yeah definitely wow children's, I feel like I that's out. a good way of explaining it i don't think i would have known about it if it weren't for evan but yeah it was it was a little after your time don't mean to be disrespectful no yeah. no no disrespect it might have been a little we're aging yeah. it was right around when i was in second through fourth grade ish the glory days. Um, I have a question. JC, this is on behalf of both of us. Why are Jewish men so obsessed with sports when they are the least athletic group of people in the world? <laughs> and that's not a fact, yeah. but... There are some professional basketball Jews, I think. I, I, had ne- I have never thought about that until you just asked me that question. But a quick on-the-fly, I think, decent response, maybe. Because we're all... Because the Jews kind of like in America, at least we kind of travel in packs like we got New York, New Jersey, we got San Francisco, we got your California. We all grow up playing sports against other Jews. So like some of us are going to be good. So the competition is always kind of just like, eh. I mean, someone's got to be good at something. Yeah. If we're all bad, we're all we're all good at the same time. I feel like Jewish men in particular, though, are I mean, I know a lot of guys and a lot of women are obsessed with sports, but like every Jewish guy I know is like so into like one particular team or one particular sport. And it's and they all have like a ton of like jerseys and shit. And they're always like talking about their teams. And I'm just like, why? It's fun. That's a good answer. It's just something that I don't know if it's Jewish. men. I, I definitely see what you mean. Most Jewish people that I meet are we do bond over sports in some way or another. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of a men thing, I think, I guess, in general. But I 
it also is like a community thing. Like it's a exactly what you were saying about like traveling in packs. Like my my group of friends growing up, we played on this basketball team and we were like in a juva league. We would play other devils from around <laughs> Westchester. And like against them, we were one of the better teams. So we thought we were good. And we didn't think, oh well, obviously if we step foot on varsity, we get smashed. But no, it's just like- <laughs> <laughs> But that's also not exclusive to Judaism. Like the the churches had their own league too. What was that called? Mm. The, the Oh yeah. Oh CYO. And then CYO, we wanted yeah. then we wanted to have our Jubal team versus our CYO team and call it the Crusades, but it's not even We never ended up doing that. Jubal rolls off the tongue so nicely. I really like that. Jubal. You're still friends with those guys, yeah? Yeah, no, I'm still keeping in touch with almost every single one of them. I don't know again if this is just Jewish men or fanatics, but I feel like they always have like so much memorabilia, like jerseys, bobbleheads signed balls like what's up with that are you into that stuff i yeah kind of um look behind him he has like a AC yeah, oh, flag. yeah it's a nice little scratch <laughs> it's definitely not ordinary out of jewish men though i can tell you that it's just fun um i i guess i have a collection i was always different growing up because i had a bunch of friends who i mean i always had a bunch of jerseys and so did a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. but they're all they would always go after like the like the star name players like LeBron, Kobe, yada. I mean, obviously, I love LeBron, but mm-hmm. that's just whatever. And I, I always made it my mission. And I, I, I've talked to mom about this, and JC apparently you're similar to this in terms of your like Disney princesses or whatever. You, like, I always just really like the most obscure like athletes. Like my favorite basketball <laughs> player of all time is is Brooke Lopez, and I would guarantee nobody listening even knows who's, who's that is. No. And so I would kind of just get the jerseys of the players I like, but I, I definitely know what you mean. Like a lot of people just rocking the same jerseys just over and over again. It's kind of a pride thing. I don't really yeah. get it, but it is a pride thing. It's like I'm the exact same way. I'm like my favorite characters in Disney movies. Like my, my favorite character from Beauty and the Beast was like the mop. And I was what? always like <laughs> <laughs> And I just like always wanted to find like a mop figurine or like a mop stuffed animal, but it obviously didn't exist because she's in like one scene. So your mom's like you a mop. No, I just like cry. I mean, I just was like unhappy all the time trying to look for this mop. I guess <laughs> that explains like, a lot. There were other things like I don't know if you guys watched Pokemon, but I was like obsessed with Jessie from Team Rocket. Not who <laughs> she's like not a main character. She's like one of the bad guys. I think I just like wanted to be different with yeah. the stuff that I yeah I feel a fan that of. I definitely feel that you you can't just roll with what everybody else is rolling with. You got to kind of have your own style. Sure, sure, sure. I Which is why I don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't like Taylor Swift either. I'm afraid to bash her because I feel like her fans will come for us. But I'm willing to say on the record I don't like her. I'm not. I I would never say that I hate her or that I don't respect her or anything like that. I just think her music sucks and I think she's annoying. <laughs> oh, you, you you wouldn't go that far. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do want to ask because we were talking about sports. Are there any current Jewish professional athletes? Oh yeah, there's a there's a new Israeli rookie in the NBA named Denny Avida Advia. I'm not really trying to say his name, but he's some Israeli kid. Oh, Denny Avdia. He's cute. What he's Israeli Serbian. Yeah, he's on the he's on the Wizards. And he's from Israel. Cool. Oh my god, he's six nine. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a definitely a that must guy. be the Serbian part of him. Holy yeah, that's gotta moly. be Serbian. Evan, you're tall though. Like, no, like once again, I, that's back to the whole thing. I mean, amongst Jews, I'm like kind of tall. How but tall are you? Five eleven, six foot on a good day. <laughs> I'm not tall. <laughs> you're tall. You're six feet tall. I guess. I mean, 
for the let the record i mean for the public i guess i'm six feet tall yeah on your does it say six feet tall on your license i don't think so i think it's i think it says i, I think it says five ten on my license oh, you <laughs> should definitely taller than five ten. I don't does remember. it say six feet tall on your hinge profile no it doesn't i don't i don't have a height oh that's but should i should i do you think i should put a height in there yes you should <laughs> Okay, because girls will put like they will only date like five six and up or, or like, please five six five. <laughs> that, that's that's pretty short. <laughs> <laughs> five ten and up, say whatever. So like, I don't think you would come up for those girls who put in a height requirement. Yeah, that's true. Oh. You don't want to sell yourself short. Must be this tall to ride the right. All right, I got it exactly. <laughs> okay, I actually know of another Jewish sports athlete player, Diego Schwartzman, <laughs> who's a tennis player. And he's apparently very oh, good. I'm not familiar. What's his uh, What's his story? I think he's Argentinian. He's like really short, but very good at playing tennis. Is he under 5'6"? I think he actually might be. Let's look up Diego Schwartzman's height. And again, it doesn't matter how... It's good to know <laughs> <laughs> where you stand. Um, Diego Schwartzman. Oh my God, you are like I the bizarre stop. in your nose. <laughs> and, and, like, and like the Dexter clicks. He's 5'7". <laughs> What's the Dexter click? That's just what I mean. It's like a dog click, but that's usually what I do to get Dexter. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's that's our parents. I thought that Dexter. was from the show. Oh Dexter. yeah, not 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 the TV show. Yeah, no. No, not, I was like that. That doesn't happen in the that's show. That's not a thing. That's yeah, no. Sorry. Spoiler. Can we talk about your podcast really quickly? You host a show called As Good as It Nets about the Brooklyn Nets. What yes. sport did the yes, Brooklyn that Nets is play? Correct. <laughs> the the Brooklyn Nets are a are a group of uh, basketball <laughs> players. And they, uh, yeah, they're a pretty good NBA team. They're on the, well, not really on the rise. They're probably the best team in the league right now. And it's a show by me and my friend, Alex Berna. And we kind of just goof around, talk about the Nets. That's fun. How many listens do you guys get? I, I don't know. but It's like better not seven. to check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not really in charge of that stuff. That's, that's my co-host. Okay, obviously we covered that you love sports. Are you a big gambler? Like, what's your vibe? I, I, I was... Um, not anymore. That's yeah. I I, I lost some money. And I kind of just stopped. What did you you gambled on? <laughs> so so like, how much money? I, actually, I can I can dive into a full story. So when I was in when I was in tenth grade, I think I lost like seven hundred dollars on a game actually that I thought Syracuse was going to lose. Where did you winning. get seven hundred dollars? I ended up going, for money. See, this this is this is the next part of the story. I was supposed to go to the final four that year, or I did go to the final four that year with my friend with my friend Max and he took me to the final four and with the money that mom gave me to go to Houston, I paid back my bookie with it. And I was kind of like, I had no money there. (laughs) (laughs) And if she's listening to this, she's She's probably just finding that out. Yeah. But ever since then, I've actually been pretty solid. I really don't gamble too much anymore. I I went through a stint last year when I was playing poker a lot, but after that, pretty cold turkey. What apps do you even use to gamble? Because I know that you were kicked off Venmo, right? Oh yeah. Why were you kicked off of Venmo? (laughs) Ah, You know, <laughs> 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 no, we don't know. Uh, Story time. Uh, so it was like around the same time, like a somewhat similar issue. I, I paid my bookie my credit card, then reported it as fraud. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's just like that's just like illegal. <laughs> but no, I, I seriously, since that was like a tenth, eleventh grade. Since then, there's been no close to issues like that. <laughs> I was gonna say you have a friend who won like an assload of money though. Sports gambling. Oh, yeah, my friend's my friend's uh, younger brother won a hundred thousand dollars making a fan duel. What? Which is pretty sick. He came in first out of 
I don't even know how many people. It was like maybe 20,000. Maybe that actually definitely a lot more, maybe 100,000. When I hear stories yeah. like that, I'm like, I should really get into sports gambling. But then I remember I don't know anything about sports. Yeah, it's such a trap. <laughs> it's such a trap. It's such it's a trap. All it's, it's all luck. It's all luck. Instead of sports gambling, luck. just like get into the stock market or get into crypto. It's like just as volatile, but you can like... My thing is though, like, is anyone ever going to cash in? I don't hear of anyone actually cashing in. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yes, yeah, I I'm going like to count. I have a number okay. in my head. And when Bitcoin reaches that number, I don't think it has the capacity to go past mm-hmm. that number. Then I'm going to cash out. And if it does, then that's fine. I got mm-hmm. what I came here for. And you're just and you're not going to reveal that number to your audience. Well, as a, little, as a little insider JC tip <laughs> that she's got to keep to herself. It's just like, there's not really rhyme or reason to it. So I don't want to like give false uh, advice. But in my, I, once Bitcoin hits 120,000, I'm oh, out. Oh, that's hefty. It is hefty. But JP Morgan predi- predicted that it would hit at least 129,000. So I figure... What is it at right now? I figure nothing. I figure around there is good. It's like 58,000. Oh, so it's going to be a while. Yeah, it's hovering around 60 like, over the weekend. At the beginning of the year, it was 11,000. Beginning of, sorry, 2020. Evan, what is your relationship with Judaism like? Are you a big Jew or not really into it? I'm not, I'm not like a big Jew by any means. I, I'm not, I'm really not religious at all. Uh, I would say over the past couple of years in particular, I've definitely become more, more enamored with like the values that they kind of teach you, like the family mm-hmm. values just kind of. I don't know, maybe JC, you could like, I've been like a much more kind of mellow person over the past couple of years than I was when I was like, I was, I was kind of, I was a real shithead. I can admit <laughs> that now, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily like believe in all the stories, but I believe yeah. in their message. Like I like to do stuff with friends and family for holidays, but I'm not like mm-hmm. super religious. Do you celebrate, do you ever go to Hillel at school or do you like Passover at school or do you usually just like go home for the holidays? Uh, my, my friend Isaac, he has like a lake house half an hour away from Syracuse and for Rosh Hashanah, we went to his and his parents were there and cooked. It was like a really nice meal. And that was really awesome. But for the past three years, I've kind of just been doing makeshift things with friends. Not really. Oh, well, to be honest. That's fair. Did you have a bar mitzvah? If so, was the theme sports? Uh, the theme was loosely sports. It was, mo- it was actually more of like a theme was like a nightclub <laughs> theme, but there was some. No, base- it wasn't. That was yes, mine. Was. That was mine too. You imposed that <laughs> on mine. We had like a few baseball things. It was like a, it was like a sports bar theme, but it was like a sports club theme. Okay, it was sports, I guess. <laughs> the theme was vintage baseball. That's not true. Vintage baseball. That was like an after-school program class I did in like sixth grade. Your bar mitzvah theme was vintage baseball. Vintage baseball. That's that, no, no, it wasn't. There was like a Jeter fathead flown around. How vintage was that? I guess. Am I crazy? I really thought yeah, it was. You're, you're, it was. It was like a nightclub with like a few baseball. Where games. was it held? What was the the location? Oh, what was it called? Oh, it was called Coliseum, but it was called something else. So it was like an event. It was. It was like a nightclub um, in White Plains. It a, yeah, it was. There were there were a couple formats was there. I think maybe gotcha. maybe just one. It kind of like gave more of the vibe of like a Sweet Sixteen mm. venue, a quinceanera, or yeah, a quinceanera. No. Do you remember anything from that night? I remember your your rap. You did a rap? Oh, yeah. I remember. What? <laughs> I did. I obviously had the best time doing it, but my mom, like, basically forced me what? to rap. She was like, it'd be so fun if you, like, did something creative, like, for your speech. Like, you should do a song. You should do a rap. Are like, you a big rapper? I don't know where she got the know. idea. I literally, like, listen to Eminem and that's it. So, fucking no, <laughs> I'm not. 
but I took the song Day and Night by Kid Cudi and made the words Bar Mitzvah oh Night and got up on the stage and like did the... Is there I mean, video I, I wrote a whole it? song. There is, yeah. Ooh. We have to find it. I, I know where it is. I can send it to you. I cannot <laughs> wait to watch this. I'm sure it's special. It's something. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's really, that's how I remember it. It was something. No, it was definitely cool. It was definitely <laughs> interesting. Like, like nobody else's sister did that. I'll say that. <laughs> What's the age difference between the two of you? Seven years. I remember something else, but I don't. I don't want to call somebody out like that. Um, oh, a death. What yeah. happened? <laughs> I don't know. I was like the last. That was probably the only time I've seen him like really just like hammered. Can, yeah. Is, have you? Can you think of any other time? No, that's the only time. Jews don't really drink that much. Do you? I mean, obviously, like in college, they don't. But other than that, like I don't think. Alcohol is like a huge part of like Jewish culture. I think it totally depended on family because I've met some a bunch of Jewish people here where that is kind of the case. And I've met some Jewish people here where that could mm-hmm. not be further from the truth, where like their entire family are just yeah. like alcoholics. And it's mm. it's kind of ridiculous. And I feel like it's either there's no in between. It's yes, either one I way agree. or the other way. I feel like Jews <laughs> love weed though, universally. Especially like most of the Jews I know. Yeah. Yeah. Weed's, weed's <laughs> oh, what the dope. Jewish boys in college and friends. <laughs> yeah, Shocking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, weed's pretty dope. It's fun. Have you tried <laughs> Seth Rogen's new weed yet? I, I have not. I wouldn't really need... How do you get that? It's not like legal in New York. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I can't just... I can't just like... I mean, I do, but I can't in theory just do it. <laughs> I guess you have to buy it in California or somewhere. Or you could send me some. Well, I can't send it, but... I mean, you could. So you're a senior currently. You have fully lived the COVID college experience, unfortunately. What has that been like? We haven't talked to anyone in college. It hasn't been the best, obviously. But I think it hasn't been really. I'm still like an independent person. Like I can still do what I want to do, obviously with restrictions, Mm -hmm. like with masks, but like within limitations, I can still do what I want to do. It's I feel like a lot of the people around me and kind of just universally are making it. It's a big deal. Like I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a big deal, but I feel like a lot of people are making it worse than it has to be because we're all in this situation. Like we're all kind of going through it. I, I don't see why one, why you should just be thinking so negatively all the time. I, I have my circle of friends that I'm seeing all the time. Like it's the same people I wanted to come back right. to school for. Like yeah. it's my circle of friends. Like I, it's not like I can't see them. Like maybe I can't like go to a rager like I was able to, but nobody's going to rager. So I'm not yeah. really having that FOMO. That's what I was going to ask. Like, do you miss the ragers or I feel like kind of like the more intimate, smaller parties are always more fun anyway. I, uh, yeah. I feel like those get better too. And usually I just feel like shit the next morning nowadays. I like, I just, I just can't run like I used to. Like, I certainly can't. Do you ever wake up and think like, oh, shit, I got COVID, but it's just a hangover? Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Every time I drink, every time I drink, which is not that much, but when I do drink, I drink to, like, mm-hmm. get drunk. I don't I don't enjoy wine uh, that yeah, much. That's so, like, exactly. I'm, if I'm having one tequila drink, I'm having Oh, my God. Wow. Like, yeah, if I'm, if I, <laughs> the same, I'm the same exact way. If I am going to drink, I'm That's I'm how I was in college. But now as an adult, I'm more of, like, a... I have a greater appreciation for alcohol. I mean, like, I only really like tequila and mezcal. So if I could have, like, a really good craft cocktail, I'll have, like, one or two. But I really, like, wine just gives me a headache. I don't like the taste of beer. I don't like rum. I don't like a lot of most alcohols. So for the most part, unless I'm having a really, really good, well-thought-out, balanced, delicious, savory cocktail, I'm just going to kind of, like, get fucked up. (laughs) What's the vibe on like jungle juice these days at Syracuse? Oh, it's it's fine. It's like fine. I mean, there's a, a nice like 
Jungle Juice is fine. There's, you can't beat a classic Red Bull vodka, too. Okay, Evan, I need to ask you a question. This has been on the top of everyone's minds. Do you listen to Pray For Us? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, but I, I, I will start. I, I will start. I, you don't do me any favors, truly. If you, if you were to listen, who would you want to hear on the podcast? I mean, obviously, I love uh, Bill Burr, as you know. Well, I don't think Bill Burr is going to do a podcast. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, uh, we could talk about being an Irish Catholic. Oh yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I forgot this is centered around Judaism. I mean, we um, we do talk about other religions as well. Like, what about uh, Howard Stern? Oh my God. That's literally, you know, our cousins like all said that like two Thanksgivings ago when I was like, oh, I'm starting a podcast. Oh, really? And some people in our family were like, oh, get Howard Stern on. I'm like, okay. Obviously, I love a bagel. You love a bagel. Tell me about your ideal bagel and what you think of lox, what you think of white fish salad, what you think of other smoked fish. Like, let's hear smoked fish. Smoked fish is, is yes. amazing. I, there's just like, yeah. I'm taken aback whenever I even think about smoked fish. That's how good it is. Yeah, but you literally nailed it. everything. Bagel, nice little layer of white fish salad and some lox on top. Is, oh, lox with white fish salad? I've not heard of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lox. JC's beaming with crab. I right think now. I got you on that. <laughs> I that's like you, you may have, you may have, but oh, I that's amazing. Do you do cream cheese also? I, or I, no? I, I do cream cheese, but not with not okay. with white fish salad. I'll do, oh, I do. I'll do cream cheese and lox too. But do I you toast your bagel? Yeah, not usually. It's usually just. Why do people on the East Coast not <laughs> toast their bagels? I don't understand. Because the bagels are fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a waste. She's of from time. Arizona. She doesn't get fresh bagels. Obviously, oh, yeah. toast I do. Not... We have bagels in Arizona. Yeah, but they're not fresh. <laughs> like, of course, they're fresh. <laughs> they're not like actually fresh. <laughs> There's a difference between like fresh bagels and. Fresh yeah, a new a New York bagel, like as cliche as it is, is better than any bagel you'll ever get anywhere else. I would agree with that. So uh, when you're on the East Coast, you don't need to toast your bagel because they're straight from the oven. Yeah, they're so yeah. fluffy, um, and you don't want to lose that fluffy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, texture that's like, when you by putting I, it in the toaster. Hey, then it just becomes like I'll probably burn it anyway. It's like a crunchy piece of like tar by the end. I of like, like a lightly yeah, toasted golden brown bagel. <laughs> You don't know how to use a toaster. I know. I know. I know how to use a toaster. So I, I wouldn't trust myself to not mess up the bagel. Sorry. Do you feel like your mom did a lot of like cooking and doing laundry and like sort of like taking care of you, or was she like, no, you need to do these things yourself in preparation for college and the rest of your life? She kind of did both. Like she would try to make me independent, but she just ended up doing it on her own. Would she do those things for JC? JC's seven years older than me. I was like when JC was like. A teenager, I was like barely right. coherent, <laughs> and I, I don't really remember. I don't really. I like you couldn't tell you what was going on in JC's life. Then besides that, she had a friend over every other day. I had a friend over every other day. You, you had somebody in that house every day. It's a different person every day. I remember thinking when I was just like really young, like oh my god, like every day, <laughs> eight years old. Every day this girl has someone over. It's ridiculous. It's like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like I just want my space. <laughs> so you can play penguin. You have your own room. room. No, I, I'm 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 kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I I took no issue with you having your friends over. <laughs> That's so funny. We brought you. You probably remember me having a lot of friends over because all my friends were obsessed with you. So like when anyone would come over, they would like want to play with Evan because he was so little and fat and we could just like push him around. <laughs> were you guys not that close growing up and have you become closer? We weren't co- close. It's just like I didn't live at home. We're, we're cordial most of the time. How often do you talk on the phone? <laughs> Never. 
Yeah, like that usually. I call him. He never takes my calls. I'm a busy man. Okay, we have just one last tidbit. What's the most Jewish thing about you? Probably my hair. Actually, I do. I make some like like Jewish noises in the morning like, when what? I wake up. Like all those like classic, what kind like, of noises? You know those like noises. It's like the stereotypical like like the grunts and the groans and like the like the snorts. <laughs> it's like the Jewish like old man noises. I do a lot of those. I think that's universal old man. I don't think that's specific. Okay, second to last question. What's the least Jewish thing about you? The least Jewish thing. I mean, my last name is not very Jewish. That's, neither is that's Jewish, true. But, uh, um, I don't like latkes. Think that latkes are just worse versions of hash browns. And I don't even I, hash browns are okay. Huh. Like, they're fine, but I prefer French fries. Wow. So the last question is: Do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't care. Um, <laughs> imagine this whole podcast was just to find out. Can you imagine? Wait, I do want to know: Do you uh, only date Jewish women, or are you open to other religions? I, 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 yeah, probably. Do. I mean, I could be proven wrong, but my mind right now is: I'd rather. Jewish. Interesting. <laughs> What's the reasoning there? I, I don't know. I just feel like this is what, as of right now, I'm comfortable, the most comfortable with. Not to say I'm uncomfortable with like other. No, it's like, no, it's familiar. I, under, no, I understand. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. That way. We talk yeah. about it all the time on the podcast, so don't worry. All right, tight. Thank you so much for being on the show, and making time for us. This is special. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Evan. You can follow him on Instagram at enac1015. Be sure to check out his podcast, As Good As It Nets. If you're a fan of the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen for free on Spotify. And don't forget to rate and review us and leave a comment. You don't have to leave a comment, but we love hearing your feedback as long as it's nice. And if you want to support our show financially, go to anchor.fm slash pray for us slash support. Even $1 makes a difference. Certainly for me. I love money. Follow us on Insta at Pray For Us Pod. And if you feel like it, send us a note at prayforuspod at gmail.com. Shabbat shalom. This podcast has been mastered and mixed by the one and only Josh Fisher. Yay, Josh. We love you, Josh. <laughs>